Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm Fisher and I'm here tonight with both co-hosts. Bikini and Crossing. Three man pod. I think the first one in about six pods that we've done. Um, So, yeah, it's great to be back at full strength. Hopefully, a a longer chat. We are doing what we've done the last couple of weeks, though, and just doing um, separate pods, one WWE, and then we'll do me and Keeney are going to do AEW afterwards. Um, At least it's two doing AEW. So, I'm not just chatting to the camera. You may have seen (laughs) last week's live live disaster. yeah, I love. We that. will be attempting. If to you haven't again. seen the live disaster, go back and have a look. Go back yeah. and have a look. Fish, fish and messes with the curtain for like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's quite enjoyable. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> quite a lot of outside interference. You know, it's it's appropriate like for an AEW review. Yeah, I was gonna say it's quite appropriate for an AEW review, really. But yeah. um, forbidden door was open. Yeah, it was. Uh, but yeah, so this week. Again, we'll just do a WWE chat first and cover everything from SmackDown, Raw and NXT. No news really to talk about this week that was significant enough for us to bother talking about that isn't involved. Most of it is involved in the show reviews anyway, so we'll just uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, so let's crack on with it, I guess. Um, so shall we start with SmackDown? Um, anyone want to start on something from SmackDown last week? Can we get straight in? And skiddy, or are we waiting yeah, for Raw? Yeah, I mean, we probably should because this how this how the week of wrestling started in terms of a week Smackdown. of anticipation, wasn't it? Yeah, so we kicked, and this is this is my skid mark. Just FYI, we yeah. actually got we got wind. I think news broke on the day or the day before that Vince McMahon was going to appear on SmackDown, and obviously he has a lot of allegations hanging over his head. And I think we were all intrigued to see what on earth he was going to say and i mean he ended up just saying now then forever together and emphasize together um and that's basically it he just came out for, for two minutes said that and went back and i think the message there was clear that he that he emphasized together and he was trying to get everyone behind him and i think he it's almost like a statement isn't it to say i'm coming out look at them cheering me i'm i can't be that bad it's, it's, it's one of those i think yeah i mean that's the thing that felt bad about this segment i felt wrong about it was the fans reaction doesn't help it because then he felt confident enough to go out monday and do it again well yeah and the that, fans that. were like bowing and doing this and cheering and singing along to and i'm like 
the thing is if you're not into wrestling if you're a casual wrestling fan and you don't look at all the background stuff like we do you won't know what's happening no Um, i can understand it it if it's like little kids and stuff because they don't know he's such a puppet master isn't he he just he knows exactly what he's doing he is a very clever man i i Um, think people just they know but they just they instantly it's one of those things you hear his music and you can't help but pop like i think even if we if we were there i'm not saying we'd go mad but i think we if we didn't know he was coming out we'd probably pop I was a bit excited about him coming out and being oh, there. We were all intrigued, have... weren't we? But yeah. proper let down at what he said both on both shows. Well, it was blatantly just a cheap ratings ploy. Uh, <clears throat> the one on SmackDown specifically, because it was announced before. To, um, to me, it wasn't even... I don't think it's even a ratings ploy. I think it's just him trying to make a statement. It's just that... It's, yeah. I is think that it's a as well. thing. It's, it's just a Vince McMahon thing. It's not a WWE thing. This is just him. And so he came out on Monday as well. And obviously, well, I say obviously, he randomly just told us that John Cena's coming back next Which we week. Already knew. That, it no, we already knew. A, there was a video package before it on the show. Yeah. Yeah. That one annoyed me. It was me on SmackDown as well. But it's it was just, on Raw last week. Just to show his face. Raw gets slightly more. So what's he going to announce next week? That Money in the Bank's taking place on Saturday? Look forward to the show. I bet that's what he's going to do. Yeah. I wouldn't um, mind if we just got every week, we just got Vince coming out and saying really obvious statements. Just every, just randomly. It, for, just one it week just comes feels out, wrong. I'm Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> Mental, isn't it? I but, could understand if he was in the middle of the, if they were still doing a theory storyline and they kind of didn't want to drop it and just carried on, then I could understand the purpose of it. But the fact that he had no reason to be on TV and he just came out and, and did that, it's just, I mean, it's, so, it's typical Vince, isn't it? You might have actually just defended why he came out on Raw because the likelihood is it's going to be Theory v Cena and maybe him coming out and saying, talk, he called Cena the best professional mm. wrestler, or not professional wrestler, best sports entertainer of all time. That might be a reason for Theory to call out John Cena. They might, they might use this as a storyline thing. You, you could be right there. Um, I hope they don't. I hope they stay away from that. I think Theories and Cena have already done enough based on Theories promo on Raw as well and, and social media things and the fact that he's got the US title that I don't think they need Vince's involvement here. Um, they don't, but it definitely does make sense that that could happen. It I, does. I, it, I, I quite like that I wouldn't idea. put it past it happening um, at all. <laughs> I just don't think it needs to. I, I think Vince needs to not be on TV at the moment, personally. But the, oh, fan, the thing is, he's going to see He hasn't been on so long as well. If he's he going to see us, in, he's, getting, out, he's getting a good reaction. He's not going to care. I don't think he would have cared even if he got booed, to be honest. No, but definitely not. the fact he's been cheered, he's, he's going to love that even more. He just does, Apparently, as well, he's walking around backstage like nothing had happened. Like, just, you know... Mm-hmm. Um, he's lost thing is he's lost his CEO chairman title for the time being but he is still in charge of creative at the moment so he's going to be there anyway writing the shows and whatever so not a lot has changed as probably as far as he's concerned um, it's basically just to look make it look good he stepped down as CEO um, yeah but then he's put himself on TV which is a bit weird yeah that's that's really it almost it almost counteracts the stepping down if he just stepped down and gone a bit quiet for a while yeah. You just thought, okay, he's sort of taking this seriously. Well, the thing is as well, John Laurinaitis has been temporarily removed from his position and Bruce Pritchard has been put in charge of talent relations. So if you look at that, and he's obviously just going to go quiet and stay away, Vince should probably have just done the same rather than put himself in the limelight. But that's not Vince's style. It never has been, has it? He's never shied away. And that 
he's he's a cra- he's a crazy man. Who knows what goes through his head? He is. I mean, it's <laughs> it's just an ego trip. I think. I mean, that's that's what it boils down to here. Um, and I yeah. think a definite ratings thing as well. And on yeah. SmackDown, he knew that would do big ratings, and it did. Um, to be honest, um, and that can segue actually when we talk about ratings because SmackDown did a big number on Friday, but the segment that did huge numbers was my top mark actually uh roman reigns and riddle proving that if roman's wrestling on tv you didn't have anything else to say on that vince thing did you before i move on to this nope. just segued onto it yes yeah, um i thought it was a good segue so uh, roman obviously hasn't really been appearing we've been criticizing his schedule a lot on this pod yeah it's but last week on the po- the positive on the flip side of that is when he does wrestle it feels like a big deal and smackdown did a huge number um, it's the biggest in quite a long time with Raymond and Riddle's title match on SmackDown. Um, so that was a that was definitely good for ratings and good for WWE. But also, I want to credit the match itself um, as being a really good uh, TV title match. It's a shame we're not getting anything at Money in the Bank, uh, but I love titles being defended on TV and and you know put in main event spots and giving you something on TV that's worth getting invested in because there's so much WWE stuff on TV where it's not invested in until the pay-per-view. Basically you'll you'll get a match, you get DQ sets up pay-per-view match, whatever. This was Mm. the end of a feud really on for now, at least I think, you know, we'll get to money in the bank. I know Riddle's not in the match at the moment. There's a, there could be a way around where they go back to this, but um, in terms of for now, that's cut the feud off, hasn't it really? And I just thought the match was really, really good. Um, really Roman good. used in uh, Orton's table thing was really good. Roman did a modified rock bottom again. Uh, the riddle was awesome in this match as well, like just flying around the ring. Um, and yeah, so that, that modified rock bottom quickly, they uh messed up slightly, didn't they? They called I can't remember what he called it, I think he called it a choke slam originally, Michael Cole, and then I think, um uh, I thought Pat, it was Urinagi. Yeah, so Pat, I think, intervened and said, oh, no, it's a Urinagi. Then I think Michael Cole obviously got something in his ear to say it's men, your men will call it a modified rock bottom. They're obviously trying to plant some seeds here. Um, but yeah, they, yeah, I, they I, think, I think they miscalled the move at the start, uh, which I, I picked up on. But yeah. They've done that before, though. So I think I, don't, I think it might be on purpose. Raymond's done it before and he's, they've done it before. So I think it mm. might have been on purpose. No, no, I, I think they were meant to call it a modified rock bottom. I think they accidentally called it a choke oh, slam sorry. at the start. Oh, yeah, yeah. the chokes. It wasn't chokes a choke slam. Yeah. That was not a choke Yeah, I was going to say, it's hands up around it his throat. It wasn't a choke yeah. slam <laughs> at all. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Michael Cole who said that as well, which I was it surprised. Was, yeah. yeah, he's it was. usually good at this sort of stuff. But... Yeah, that was, that was odd. I, that sorry, was a wicked segment, though, wasn't it? When he, uh, and then Riddle hit the RKO off the spear. Mm. And the, but... fi- the finish was awesome. Yeah. I don't think I've seen seen a spear like that really in a long time that was big really yeah. took that massively so yeah riddle jumped off the rope didn't he and roman hit him mid-air that was a savage spear yeah i i loved that and i love the fact it ended clean yeah no ending clean, no Usos interference which i mm. expected fully and i also bought into like th- there was bits of this match where you thought riddle could win yeah and obviously before the match I thought riddle was no chance of winning but he hit he got an rko and got two count yeah, yeah, like the crowd were really buying it. into it and the crowd were into the match and it, it was really, really good for a team. They're such good wrestlers event. as well. They got the timing of the kick out. Oh, oh, Ray- okay. Raymond's amazing at that. that he's the, I, I think that's the one thing he's the best at out of anybody. Is yeah. 2.9. He's always been so good at that because when he was a baby face, that was kind of 
that's a real yeah. baby face thing, isn't it? To kick out of the last minute of moves. And he's always been amazing at that, I think. Riddle's good as well, but Roman has always been incredible at making near falls look really close. Mm-hmm. I think he's always been really good at that. So, yeah. And we had that RKO one was like 2.99. It was, insane. It it was, was insanely so good. good. Yeah, I was, it was. I was clapping away on my little sofa. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I loved it. Now, that's a definite top mark there, yeah. Fisher. Yeah. Have you yeah. finished with that bit? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm afraid. Next. Mine's a bit confusing because it is slightly top marky, but also skiddy. <laughs> so it was going to be weird. It was nearly my skid as well. So yeah. it's strange because we then get very unexpected, which makes it top marky for me in a way. I didn't expect this. Uh, I, I don't know if, if anyone else did, but no. I didn't even think no. of it. But we get um, Brock Lesnar come out to then face off with Roman Reigns. So this was quite a cool little segment, really, where he went to shake his hand. Uh, and I actually thought they were going to shake hands at one point, but then he F5s him, F5s you, so everyone gets F5, suplexes <laughs> the lot. Um, so the, the, it, the, the skid, really, is the fact that this is now SummerSlam. I know it's not really the plan. It was going to be Randy Orton, but We've just replicated WrestleMania again. Um, we probably will get a decent build because there's still a lot of time. So it's going to be cool seeing Brock on TV again because he did such a good job up to WrestleMania and we all really enjoyed him. Um, I'm hoping it means we're going to have Roman on TV a lot more again to try and make this yeah, a big deal. That's a good um, point. So it's got pros and cons. It's got tops and skids in this. Top skids. Um so, but I don't like the fact they've just gone, oh, we need some star power. Who do we bring in? Let's just bring in Brock Lesnar. Don't try and build a star you already have. I mean, you could, we're already talking about having um, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns at Clash of the Castle. Mm-hmm. Why not start that now to, to really make it a big deal? So they may do it. You never know. Throw Drew in that match. Uh, that could be cool. Even put Riddle back in just to really spice it up. Fatal four-way, something like that. But I'm worried they're just going to do Brock versus Roman and that's your lot. Um, it's a big deal, but we've seen it. And Too again, many they're times. Bringing, yeah, and they're bringing Cena back as well, which is good and exciting. But again, they're making a massive deal out of these old superstars and not using the ones they have. I know they have some unfortunate injuries with people like Cody. Um, Rhea, etc. But Randy Orton, yeah. Randy Orton, well, the Randy Orton is—he he is a legend anyway. He's just a mm-hmm. Randy Orton's legend. basically just been Riddle's basically playing Randy Orton at this point. So. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's got his whole move set. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a weird one for me. But again, um, the thing about schedule, um, which is sort of hangs off the Skidmar part. Pat McAfee actually said, which I don't think he should have said because I picked up on it and was like, well, that's not right. He said Riddle and Roman have wrestled the same amount of singles matches since WrestleMania, which when you think about it, Riddle was in a tag team, (laughs) RK Bro. Mm -hmm. So that's not a good thing. I mean, Riddle's wrestled way more in in which case, which means he's probably had three matches or something since since WrestleMania, which is insane Um, for someone with two titles. and it, it wouldn't mind biggest. if he'd been on yeah. the yeah exactly yeah the two main titles if he'd been on TV week in week out cutting promos beating people up being like a managerial role could sort of allow it but 
again back to his schedule but I completely agree with Fish saying when he does wrestle it is a big deal mm. but we mm. still need him on TV yeah we but, need him on TV you don't have to wrestle on TV could you imagine much? if none of them turn up now you just have to, this title feud is just Brock and Roman just not turning up <laughs> I mean that's, that's what worries me is I think WWE think just announcing Brock and Roman's enough like that's that's SummerSlam yeah. they can just book an undercard doesn't matter what they book underneath that they've got Brock and Roman and that was I mean, we go back to Mania. It goes back before Mania. I mean, I'm trying to think when their first match was. It was way before it was, Mania. Wasn't it the Saudi Arabia show or something like that? Yeah, and what... That last year. Yeah, so my, my issue with this is it's just the same. Like, yeah. I don't know how they can get me invested in the same way well, they did WrestleMania. Because... The thing is, as well, they did everything in that build-up. They did crazy, like, backstage stuff with cars going into... Like, they can't really top hmm. it. Like, what are they going to do next? I mean, Brock Lesnar F five in Usos is just whatever. Like that just that just happens every time Brock Lesnar arrives on TV. Yeah. It feels like, like yeah. to me, the, the what made WrestleMania build so good was the fact. Uh, well, going back towards the Rumble, even was we didn't know where Heyman lied, and that's where yeah. the story was. Yeah. But then, even at, towards Mania, it was. Roman's a proper heel and the top guy in Brock's a face, and this is very fresh. Was Heyman yeah. even there? He was at Mania, yeah, but he didn't really play. No, a no part. not Mania. Oh. This 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 week was he there um, on SmackDown? Yeah, he was with Roman, wasn't he? I think so. Yeah, he was with Roman. Yeah, I don't remember. Sure him. But that's but a yeah, problem. But yeah, the he wasn't I really. I can't involved. remember him being there. He should be involved in that to make it interesting. Almost like if he went in between them or something would have mm. been quite cool. And then again, you're almost starting that weird storyline again. Did he bring him back? Like mm. that could be quite. Yeah, Roman, yeah, I, bet they, Roman that. That. I bet it's Roman asked. I bet Roman asked on Friday. He's going to be like, "Did you know he was coming?" Again. I'll go back to that again. I just feel like they're repeating this, and that's my problem with this. It isn't like I think it's a good skid mark, like Krusty said, because for me, it's not the fact they brought back the big stars to cover the injured stars. I expect them bring it. Like for example, Cena. I'm actually looking forward to his return. I'm looking forward to seeing it. His yeah, return yeah. feels like they're going to do something different. We haven't seen Cena well, and yeah, Theory before. That, that's exactly the point. And, if and, they and Brock brought... and Roman we have over yeah. and over again. If they would have brought Brock back to face Riddle or to face Lashley or to face... Can, can imagine if he came out after Gunter, like, to face of Gunter. Gunter. I'd have been like, oh my God, I'm so excited. That would have been insane. It would have been yeah. amazing. But the problem is they, for some reason... I. It's not even they can't, they can build stars because they're currently doing it with Riddle. They can do it, but yeah. they don't trust them enough to, to main event a SummerSlam. No. And I wish they would because I think, truthfully, if they would get behind Riddle properly and push him, I don't know. You know, I think you can make Riddle and Reigns a proper SummerSlam main event. And I, I don't see why that's a problem to me. Um, you but could, and there's other options as well. That, they didn't have to press the Brock panic button here. You know, you could have. I know Bobby. Lash, I think the reason they haven't gone with Bobby Lashley is because I think he'll end up winning the United States Championship. Spoiler alert! Mm. But um, spoiler alert. Well, for, pred- for predictions when we get that match, you know. Um, mm. But I would have gone with Bobby Lashley because I think Bobby Lashley is a face against Hill Roman. I don't think we've seen that before. Um, I think, and you can have Roman on Raw then as well because he's he's defending both titles, right? So you can have him on both shows. Well, you you could even have had the same segment, the exact same thing that happened on Friday, the same match, same everything. Brock comes out at the end, and he just ignores Roman. He just destroys Riddle, and you're like, what? Like, what's happened there? And all of a sudden, 
Brock and Riddle, I know they've got. They wouldn't like have made much sense beef. to attack Riddle. No, but you can that. you can build a story around it. You can make a reason for Brock to attack Riddle or whatever, and then Roman's kind of a bit sheepish, and then you build up Roman and Drew or something for SummerSlam. And but there is just alternate things they could have done, but yeah. they just go to Brock and Roman. And I'm telling you now, if if The Rock cannot make WrestleMania. This could be a WrestleMania main event. Oh, no, I'm calling don't. it now, like eight please. months in advance. It would not surprise me. I can't me. see that title getting past Clash at the Castle without Drew winning it. No, I can't. Winning one of them. And they, and if, whether they split it or not. Well, this is the other you thing. You could do a they're, proper... They're both... Summit very WWE's just popped into my head. You make this a triple threat. Uh, somewhere, whether it's SummerSlam, Clash at the Castle... And they do a weird WWE finish with like two pinning, and then they both get a belt. They <laughs> they did that, like that with um when Jericho was a unified champion back in the day, where he had a triple threat and he he lost both belts, but he didn't actually get pinned because first four was for one, second four was for the other. Mm. They've done that before. I, I think be um, quite, quite I think Money good. in the Bank could be quite key on what happens because I think mon- hopefully they don't waste Money in the Bank this year. Right, they need to do something big with it, and I I can see them doing. The Heist of the Century Part 2, which was, you know, which that's what they call the in. Seth cashing at yeah. WrestleMania running down on Brock and Roman and cashing in. I, I would love it, but it. how do you get away from the fact they've already announced Roman versus Drew at a pay-per-view after SummerSlam? Well, you can still do, you could do Drew versus, well, it, that's the thing. We could do one title, it could be for one title, right? So could could the cash-in, because the defence is for both titles, but Roman retains... Seth cashes in, but he only gets one title. Yeah, I don't know how they'd work that, but there's a way you can do that. I don't know how. I really think they'd have been better off by making it clear they were two belts, because there are two belts. Roman hasn't got one belt, he's got two belts. But they call it the Undisputed Universal. They they call it one name. Yeah. They're not saying he is Undisputed Champion and Universal Champion. They call him the Undisputed <coughs> Universal Champion. Yeah. So they're, they're naming it one belt, but he's quite obviously wearing two. I think that's how two. they're going to get around it. The money and it, it's, the it's real confusion, I think. One. I, I can't believe we are, I mean, how many months since Mania? Two months since Mania? Yeah, we Nearly three. Know. And we still are not clear what the total situation is. We don't know right. actually what Roman's holding. And that is scandalous, really, I think, for, for them to get this Yeah, so it's, it's a big problem. And, and the main title scene in WWE on the men's side is pretty broken right now. It was exciting when, to be honest, it was exciting the fact that you felt Cody's going to win that belt eventually. And now he's gone. Randy Orton was an option to like have a big match he's gone you know so now you're just back to Brock and it's like oh here we go again uh, so at least we thought we were going to get some exciting feuds out of it we're not even getting that now um, hopefully the Drew feud will be good when it eventually happens because it's inevitable down the line but they need to should start we, it should we schedule on to uh, schedule segue <laughs> we can schedule yeah, on let's schedule on <laughs> schedule a Drew McIntyre chat um, so I think that segues nicely yeah um, so we had Drew McIntyre and Sheamus here come out um, I remember you guys speaking about their match last week. Um, obviously, it was a double, was it a double DQ, wasn't it? Double, they're both each other with, I, with, with I have still to say, chair. I want to, you know, sort of say that that match. I don't get bored of them wrestling because no, brilliant. their matches are don't miss. They're amazing. Yeah, I, I think we said that last um, week. The, the match was brilliant, but it was, the way it yeah. ended, and I think it was actually quite obvious that they were going to do what they did this week because yeah. Satan doesn't have enough superstars to not have I, one of them in. I don't mind. I don't mind that. My worry was they were going to do exactly the same thing with Asuka and Becky Lynch, by the way, but they didn't. And I was glad they didn't. Um, yeah. But 
Yeah, so Drew and Sheamus eventually get put in. Obviously, Adam Pearce tells Sheamus is in first. Sheamus is all cocky, and then he tells Drew he's in. Um, I'm happy they're both in the match. And like you say, it's quite obvious because there aren't too many options on SmackDown. But yeah, I, I think Drew has an outside chance of winning it based yeah, I, on the fact was, we know he's going to get a title match at some point. Well, I was just thinking, like, not to go back, but we we <laughs> we were talking about Clash of the Clash at the Castle. Drew could win the Money in the Bank, and then like because Roman could say, "I'm not fighting your Clash of the Castle. Why would I fight you there?" That, yeah. that's, that's, that's your hometown. Then he's like, okay, I'm, I'm money in the bank. I'm cashing in. You're fighting me at Clash of the Castle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that could, could be, be a very... way they do it. Yeah, I, saw an, an, I saw an article actually said earlier. I was reading one. I can't remember what it was. It was like a wrestling site, news site, whatever. It's saying that Drew McIntyre is the obvious choice to win money in the bank for that reason because you've got mm. that, that set up. And I think he is an option. It's just um, weird he's already said it on SmackDown. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think it needs the money in the bank personally. Um, I want Seth to win that, that money in the bank. So, yeah. so do I, I think he would hold the brief. I think Drew's just carrying around the briefcase and then says he's going to clash it in in four months' time, in three months' time. The only thing it is, I'm really excited. Cash it in quite quickly. Well, SummerSlam for me. I'd rather him keep. Thing is, I, I, I think he will cash it in, but I want him to keep it because he's just going to be insane with it. That's the thing. Mm. Yeah, I, I want. If Rollins wins, I want him to hold it for like six months and just, just constantly be. On the champions, like mind, just co- hit, uh, I think we said last week, Krusty. We won Rollins and Becky as Money in the Bank, yeah. And them two just being their cocky selves, because I again, if not going forward too much, but I think it suits Becky's current storyline if she can win it and then yeah, get yeah, her cocky. Definitely. That's the way she's, to get her cocky. She's got to get away in first, but I think she does. I think yeah, she does I mean, get away. They oh, all storylines actually really good, but we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah we're, 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 we're not quite a raw yet. We're absolutely yeah. loving the segment. Should we, should we move on to um? Should we move on to something that I think is quite interesting, which was um, Madcap Mass, Mo- Madcap Mass, Madcap Mass, and what happened after that is what I'm really interested in here. Yeah, um, and, and so, so just before you go on to the after bit, another cleaning win for Madcap Moss. Yeah, and this match was really good as they, well. Double punchline. They are clearly uh, putting him over Corbin. These, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see what Moss does like what how mm. how far they push him because again he's not in I, money in the bank is he off yeah. off uh, yeah, he off, should be yeah. on C- completely way. off put him off, in there. off the cuff i reckon a moss gunter match could be quite cool for the ic title yeah they, they've, they've made him cool now match. they've made him serious and he looks it could be cool like, but you don't cool. want him to lose straight away <laughs> No, but I think they can have a series of matches. I don't think losing to like Gunter would hurt him though. I don't want Gunter to ever lose. I want Gunter to be unbeaten for the rest of time. That's how much I love him. I just want him to yeah, say unbeaten. I mentioned it last week. I want Gunter to literally go unbeaten until he, he pretty much relinquishes the belt. Yeah. Or he just yeah gives it up to challenge Roman or something. Yeah. But yeah, go on, Fisher. You've got to go on to the after bit of this. So match. yeah, afterwards was really interesting because it cuts to that break. Then it comes back and Corbin's still there. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And he hadn't, it was called the last laugh match, which was a bit stupid ah, yes. gimmick. Mm. But um, we got him go over to the, the commentary desk, goes over to Pat McAfee and calls him out, um, basically, for his commentary. Yeah. Um, and then basically, you know, says he'll make him wish he was dead and stuff like that. And then uh, Pat gets up, cuts a promo and gets the crowd to laugh from out of the arena. So I think we're setting up Corbin versus Pat McAfee for SummerSlam. Um, Definitely. I think that's really a good story. idea, you know. And yeah, I, I think it's a that. way to give Corbin a win because he's lost so much. Well, I, I, I'm not sure that's the way it'll go, but where it'll go. But um, 
I, Surely I'm you can't still for let the Pat idea. McAfee beat Corbin, for God's sake. I mean, could you but... do it on SmackDown and have Corbin win by cheating, then have a rematch at SummerSlam just to get Corbin in Money in the Bank or something? I don't know. It, uh, that's just off the, you know, maybe you save it to SummerSlam because there's only... I, I think it's, a, it's I going think, to be SummerSlam. I think they yeah. see Pat as a big deal. He wrestled at WrestleMania. And I think they're going to have. I think they're going to bring him out on like big occasions as a wrestler. It's mm. my gut feeling um, because his match at WrestleMania was really well received. His podcast, with, you know, when he did the podcast with Vince to announce it, everyone was sort of intrigued by it. Mm. And I think we were he's them. been built as sort of a star without wrestling. Everyone loves his commentary, so I think bringing him out for just like he's there every week, but then you bring him out for, to wrestle every now and then is a good idea. And they're both. Pro ex footballers or ex yeah, pro footballers. There's so. definitely story they can use there because they've known each other quite a long time. Um, and and as well, what you want with a sort of worker like McAfee, who's not like the cleanest worker in the world because he's not really a pro wrestler. Someone Corbin's like a really safe pair of hands, I think. Mm. Um, yeah. So I think he'd work really. They'd work well together. Quite and... looking forward to seeing Pat McAfee get deep sixed. <laughs> he is going to get deep sixed. He's going to I mean one. And also, what you want, like McAfee is a great talker, but so is Corbin, and the, 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 the build-up could be really good to this match. I think it could be really interesting. Yeah, I, I think that that could be legitimately really good. Um, and it moves Corbin away from Moss, which we, yeah, yeah, that's that's over. Yeah, that's that's over. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what Moss does next because, like you say, there's quite a few options for him. Um, but yeah, it looks like Corbin has got a clear direction. Yeah. Um, okay. So we also had a Money in the Bank qualifier on the show. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez and Shayna Baszler. That was Shani Baz. And, <laughs> and Raquel Rodriguez won. That's her face name. <laughs> is, uh, uh, so Raquel won. She's in Money in the Bank. Probably not a surprise, but said it before but poor old Shayna Baszler there wasn't too oh, much to say about it's that just, match. Uh, the match was the match was okay Raquel winning is probably the right decision out of the two right now um, mm. you know I wouldn't have minded seeing Shayna in there and I guess it's still away but what I actually like is there's a qualifying match this Friday which is Shotzi via Leah which is an exciting match on paper but surely Shotzi's winning that to put yeah. one of them I, in it's great I think Shotzi, Shotzi yeah. getting in is a good shout I think she's uh, in her TV time she's had recently particularly the match against Ronda the promos backstage with she's mm. trying to rally the locker room I think she's shown enough to deserve a spot yep in a big match like that so I, I even though Shayna missing out is annoying I would have done Shayna versus Ronda and not bothered with the Natalia thing and still yeah. had Shotzi yeah and you could have had Raquel beat Natalia here Person, that's how I would have done it but yep. completely agree to that um, maybe Shayna will get something down the line against Ronda but right now she's just getting beaten over and over again so it's not really going to be believable Natalia and um, I completely Ronda. Her name. Ronda. Ronda Rousey <laughs> did that to be honest what just happened is how I feel about this feud and how mm. I feel about Ronda at the moment completely irrelevant absolutely I mean, it irrelevant. is just and we'll get on to Raw later but the women's are in a placeholder slot just got to get them to SummerSlam give them a defence at a pay-per-view and let's get to SummerSlam because they... I think the Raw side is actually Really good. I know the the filler is, is a better actually. The match yeah. is a filler now yeah. because of Rhea's injury. It, it, it is a feud. Yeah, I, I actually think the use of the women on Raw is pretty good overall. 
um, the main event in the shows, that opening the main event in the shows, they feel like a big deal. The women's title is, because there's no title on Raw as well, it feels like the main thing. It should be the biggest title on Raw. Yeah, whereas on SmackDown, it's not, it doesn't feel like the main title. It doesn't even feel, to be honest, the Intercontinental title now, uh, Gunther's got it, feels probably bigger. And the fact that the, none of the challengers are credible, that's the problem. Apart from Raquel, who's built up some wins, you haven't really got anyone there that you think they, with Sasha gone, Naomi gone, Charlotte not around, you haven't really got anybody there. Um, that's why I think moving someone like Alexa Bliss over would have been brilliant. And Bailey coming back, of course, if she comes back. Yes. Massive, I really but... don't want Charlotte to come back and just get thrown straight back into that. That'd be so boring. No, Charlotte. No, We'll get to Alexa Bliss later, but I would have rather they she they brought her back on SmackDown like as a heel and went against Ronda or something. Would have been so much better than what we're mm. getting on with Ronda uh, at the moment. But yeah, I agree with you. It's not it's not great, is it? No, no, no it's not. Um, other stuff from the show. I'm just going to mention a few things. We can talk about them if if, if we need. Uh, Viking Raiders are back next week. Got a video. <laughs> Um, uh, that made me laugh. I'm glad you mentioned that last week because yeah. I was there and that annoyed me. They're back, so who's missed them? No one. Um, Max Dupree is announcing his yeah. new fight next well, week. I was annoyed gutted. Now, it's like the third yeah. week in a row. I was looking no, forward to seeing who it was. Um, so they put the spotlight in the ring and he was like, oh, the lighting's not good enough. Uh, we'll find out this week. And I think oh, we're doing all this and it's going to be really... I don't mind if it's a massive sort of cool thing at the end of it. I, I think we'll think, just get a mace or Mansour. So. I think it could be someone like Pretty Deadly. Do you that think so? Could be interesting. They haven't been on NXT since they lost their tag titles. Grizzly that would be, like the, quickest, would be, that would be like the quickest call up through the ranks. Gr- I've ever yeah, seen. pretty yeah. deadly would work because it is a model agency. But wouldn't yeah, it be I was just thinking of who wouldn't would it be fit funny that? if it was Grizzle Young Veterans? <laughs> yeah, or like on the model agency. You know who would have Viking Raiders? Do you know who I think would have been would have worked great? But it's not going to happen now. Yeah. Is um, Giovanni Vinci? Yeah, his character is like his character is basically that, but in NXT, like away from it. Mm. Um, that that would have worked really well, but obviously that, then it's not going to be him. But I mean, I just think we're quite get cool like, actually because you could. Eat, I know it's on the wrong. Sh- is it the wrong show? No, he's going to Yeah, isn't it's he? the same show as um, Gunter and Kaiser. Yeah. You could have a real good storyline there, and they're like, "What has happened to you?" Yeah, and yeah. That was sacred, and now you've. Done this or something. I know I it wouldn't make any that. sense to the audience, but for us, that'd be special. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that could that's actually a, a really good shout. That could have been a cool thing to do, but yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe this week. We'll I'm just annoyed they keep. To, I want him out. to come. You, you know damn well Vince took his spot by chatting complete shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he took oh, no. Max Dupree's spot there, uh, which is wrong. That not happen this week. If, if we're th- I'm gonna. Sk- I'll tell you now. Max my skid mark next week. If Max Dupree doesn't announce his client mm. this week, it's my skid mark next week. Right? Yeah. Guaranteed. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens. Three weeks in a row concerned. just for this, and then you know it's not gonna be a big deal. That's gonna be annoying. We're getting a, a, a Via special here, aren't we? Yeah. He's gonna announce it at Royal Rumble. <laughs> Coming soon. Um. Only thing from SmackDown. I've got is the new day beat Jinder and Shanky, and Shanky is dancing still. And he's dancing to the trumpet. He, he was dancing mm. to um, Xavier Woods playing Francesca. Do, do, do. Francesca, that's it. Yeah, I, I like Kofi the fact that Woods paradise. knew that that was going to distract Shanky and use that. I, I like yeah. that. I don't mind that. this. It's a bit of comedy. New day are back in the comedy scene. Which it's the is most I've enjoyed Shanky in his WWE career. This is the thing I've said before. Like I hate it when they make big guys like 
dancey jokes. But the thing with Shanky was he was never built as a monster. No. Like if no. they did it, suddenly did it with Amos now, then I'd be like, yeah. this is ridiculous. It's <laughs> a, a, a Brodus Clay. Is the like they did one, with yeah. Brodus Clay back in the day. And like if they did that to Amos, but we're doing it as Shanky, it's giving him actually more character than he had. So I don't mind it. Yeah. No, I agree with that one. And it's lower card. Like Jin, it's, if him and Jinder break up and he beats Jinder, like, so, so what? Do you know what I mean? Who cares? Yeah, Honestly, no who point. cares? No point breaking up teams down there, I don't think. No. Um, should we move on to Raw? Yeah, crack on. Raw? Okay, so we kicked off the show with a one of these classic WWE segments where Belair comes out and then every woman comes out one by one. And we have a fatal five-way match. Was it fit to five way? Yeah. 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 To determine the number one contender. And briefly mentioned it, but are you guys surprised with who won this? A little, yeah. Yes, I, I am, though. No. I'm not disappointed, though, weirdly. Like, I honestly don't mind Carmella getting a title shot. Uh, you, by the I'm way, I will say, I was watching the match and I thought, Carmella looks really good here. I was like, well, oh, she's really impressing me. And I was like, she ain't going to win, but this is quite so impressive from Carmella. I also noticed she's saying Mella is money again. Yeah. yeah, it's like she's dropped that stupid. Oh, the mask and, she had. Yeah. They, even woman in the world they even mentioned crap. that that um, Corey Graves said on commentary he's got insurance on her face while they were on, on honeymoon or something <laughs> like that. So they, they even played into that and explained ah, why. So I, I, they've obviously killed that gimmick off, which I'm completely Brilliant. glad about. Yeah. Well, I was um, really a big fan of Carmella. I like Carmella. Back I think she had a title run and stuff like that. She's good on the mic. She can wrestle as well. Yes, I, 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 I was going to say, I think she's really underrated in ring. I think yeah. she is very good in ring. Definitely. For this, like fact, a everybody in this match was fantastic. This yeah. match was an absolute banger, really. I love Liv and Alexa everyone, together when they teaming up and, and when they wrestled each other. It was really good. If uh, we ever get tag titles back again, maybe we'll see those yeah, two. Definitely. I, I would love to see that. There were um, so many near falls, wasn't there? And pin breakups as well. I love it when you get multiple women in the ring um, sort of breaking things up. We had this uh, um, backlash, I think. Was it backlash when we had the triple threat? Um, no, Helen oh, um, Helen yeah. and um, Becky yeah, Helen and Cell, yeah. and and it felt like that again. It wasn't all disjointed uh, like we had one the other week, and it just felt like you didn't know who could win. And the fact that Rhea, although she's injured, it's not good. But the fact she was out, and we didn't know who was going to win, and like you say, it was a surprise that Carmella won. I was surprised. Um, I don't know who I thought, but I was still surprised. It makes sense in a way because she needs a new. She needs a new um, gimmick. She is someone that Belair can beat no problem. And nobody, it's not going to, doesn't harm her because she's not really doing anything. As much as I'd have liked it to be Liv or Alexa, I think they've got bigger plans for them down the line. Um, I I thought it was going to be Alexa, to be honest. I don't know why. And Um, just thinking back to SummerSlam, did they ever wrestle Carmella and Belair? Or did it never happen? So they they could play back to that if in if again I know we've only got like a week. I think they before have had this matches match. before, but not, no, no, not, no, no, no. But Carmella, Carmella, got, Carmella got thrown into that SummerSlam match because Sasha yeah. was out, and then Becky came out. And it wouldn't surprise me if this is a backstage thing. And Carmella yeah. said, "Look, I didn't actually get my match. You last minute brought Becky in. So mm. come on, can I have my moment now?" I just um, I just want to make sure Carmella mentions that next week because I, I think that that'd be a really good thing to bring up because then they'd be like, oh yeah, yeah you actually do deserve this shot like and yeah. you 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 know you beat four of the best women in um, Raw I mean you know Fisher Fisher mentioned how good the women have been on Raw and it's yeah completely they they, they are the, the, the highlights a lot more, currently 
stacked, isn't it? You know, you've got so many top tier women on there that mm. it, it makes good matches and believable people like you don't know who's going to win the matches. And that's that's good. And now three of the people in this match are in money in the bank. Yeah. Um, three of the four that obviously didn't win. So we have one left over, which is Becky Lynch. It's going to be surely Becky. Yeah. Go, go on to the main event. Um, Asuka that was and Becky. Great. That was a really good match again. Between Four, the two again. Um, yeah. Loving this. It's like a TV feud, but it's like, it's about as good as a TV feud as you can get. Asuka yeah, and Becky. A non-title really. feud as well for the women. It's, yeah. it's really good. I know they've had a title match involved in it, but and neither of them are the champion. So. I, I wonder whether it's me, like obviously knowing that they're together and stuff, but. Becky just reminds me a lot of Seth with the way like she reacts to stuff. Like I, I can imagine like her saying, I Seth together. Yeah, she's taking inspiration. Isn't Seth she, has from reacted him? like that after a defeat. To how Becky did on, on after this match, like yeah. just sat there like despondent. And like I remember Seth. I remember he lost the match to Kevin Owens, didn't he? And he got up to Mania. He well, was he's just one like, of the best in the world. Why not yeah. learn from him? Um, I think their characters are similar right now. I, I love that. Uh, I think it's yeah, great because it, it makes sense, doesn't it? But they're not together. It's yeah. like, as we said, if they both win the briefcases, it would be brilliant if you don't have them anywhere near each other on TV, but on social media, you like get pictures of them having dinner with their briefcases there or something yeah. like that. I just think you could really make it brilliant and so funny as well, um, but not bring them together and have that issue that you have so often. I, I honestly think the only people I can think of that really work together on TV consistently is Miz and Maurice. That's, yeah, and that. Maurice isn't really a wrestler, is she? So. No, but it, over the years, she's they, they've, they've made it work, haven't they? But yeah. that's the problem, I think. When you bring them together, you one of the pairing suffers. Um, I know it's flicking to AEW, but when did we last see Ty Conti wrestle with... It's always Sammy G, isn't it? It's very rare you see, mm. apart from in the mixed tag match, you don't. Yeah. yeah so it's, um, I know that's a segue to <laughs> to a different brand, which is not even on the same podcast now. But it, it was an example I could think of. Um, yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, I enjoyed this. And the fact they had a clean finish, I was not expecting uh, it. Especially Asuka winning clean. Like Asuka yeah. pinning Becky Lynch clean is really unusual. Um, mm. And I love Becky selling as well when she sold them kicks. She looked like she'd been legit knocked out. Like in the, she did it in the first match, and again here. Uh, Becky's just um, one of the best. She just completely gets wrestling. And, and she, afterwards she as well, her wrestling. her selling of not her going crazy with the announce table and everything. Yeah. Like it was really, I'm really, really intrigued. Good. Really I think you're right. Intrigued. I think she ends up in the Money in the Bank match somehow, some way. Um, but yeah, yeah. You know, it's. Have we got any numbers left, or is it? Well, I think there's actually seven people per match. There's seven, yeah. So I it guess it's seven. four Raw, three SmackDown, if you're going by the I, rosters. I think so, or it might be Is like... it full? No, no so we've got so... four in there so far, I think. Is it four? We've got no, no, we so five. Shotzi via Leah's happening. You've got so. five with that one, yeah, because you've got Lacey what's the, what's the and Raquel. And then... She replaces Shotzi or Leah. Nah, she should just, again... Only people left are like Dewdrop and Nikki and Dana Brooke. Maybe there's been a weird thing with Dana Brooke and her. Maybe that you can have that as a qualifier. I I, I don't know. Um, Sonia Deville. I don't know where Sonia Deville is, but she's um on the roster as well. She's and been hasn't been, TV, yeah. She's been off TV. That's a shame, weeks, actually. There's dropped her. Like I mean, Zelina Vega as well. I think she's having some time off. I don't oh, think yeah, it's really dropped her. There? Yeah, I mean, Zelina's been injured. 
Oh, oh. Sure, okay. Yeah. Facts Fisher straight Selena's in. Selena's in. This is why we need you. Yeah, last week, last week, last week we wouldn't have yeah. had a clue. We'd have thought she was on holiday or something. Yeah. No, she's you know. she's injured. Poor old Selena. Um, Carmella was as well, which is why they were both on TV. Um, uh, okay. To be honest, I think it's almost for the not. I don't want her to be injured, but it's for the best. She's off TV, so we can separate. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the pair in there. And also, she would get a bit um, over, yeah, lost in a woman's vision currently with how strong it is with everyone else yeah. firing like they are. Um, so we're talking money in the bank. Let's go on to another qualifier we had on the show. Uh, Omos and Riddle. So when you heard this match was announced, would you have predicted, who would you have predicted to win this match, Omos or Riddle? I, I actually thought Omos was going to win, but I wanted Riddle to win. Mm. After he lost to Roman, I thought it'd be great if he can get a way back and you can tell yeah. the story of to me, he can I, get back at yeah. Roman. I thought the story was because obviously one of the things is he can't appear on SmackDown anymore and all this, but he can still so like he can't challenge Roman. But if he wins money in the bank, he can challenge Roman. So I thought that's a storyline here. So I was again surprised to see Omos win. Um Yeah. But, but Omos always wins, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, it's not that surprising when you think about it because Omos does win a lot of matches and they're very obviously I, I just don't want to see Omos in a big ladder match I just don't apart from throwing people around which he's not even that good at I don't really see what he's going to offer whereas I think Riddle in the match would have been great <laughs> along with like Drew Sheamus mm. all the, Seth Rollins all these guys it would have been a banger of a match whereas I don't think Omos offers too much I know big guys in the ladder match offers something different but I mean, we're going to see a spot where Omos is on like the first or second rung, and he, he reaches the briefcase, and that like that, that that's going to be a spot we see. Yeah, at Money in the Bank, you Just... might even see like him get MVP on his shoulders and try and grab it, or something mm. like that. I reckon you're going to see an MVP like nearly get it, and then like Seth Rollins like stomps him or something. I don't know. I would stomp him actually if he's uh, stood up. But <laughs> off, Omos is stood up off a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, something like, I don't know. I was going to say someone spears him, but I don't know who's in the match. Um, but yeah, something like that. I, I, I can see a summon some some creative spot like that. But yeah, Omos in the match doesn't really appeal to me. And this match wasn't that great. It was almost just throwing middle around, really, wasn't it? It's okay. But yeah, yeah. When I've just seen him so. wrestle Roman on Friday, I was like, this is a bit different. Yeah, bad uh, week, what bad happened, week again, though, the after match was interesting. I will say that. Um, because Seth comes down and just. Absolutely destroys Riddle. Yeah. So I think we're setting up Riddle versus Seth maybe for SummerSlam. Um, yeah, about which as good is as a decent. Yeah. Which is a decent like it's going to be. Like That'll be an um, absolute scorcher. Yeah, it will. It will be a great match and a good feud, I'm sure. Um, it's interesting because obviously the history between the two guys in real life is that Rollins didn't want to work with Riddle a while back, and then they've sort of had programs together on Raw where they've been in matches, and they've gone, oh, they've obviously sort of squashed their their beef, whatever beef they had. And now they're in a full-fledged sort of feud. So I think Riddle's kind of maybe earned a lot of respect from people. Yeah. Like, obviously, him working with Randy Orton and things like that, mm. and, that and now having a match with Roman, I think that people have started to respect Riddle, and it's made a difference. Well, and we, we always, um, we're always very quick to criticise NXT call-ups, aren't we? So I think it's, like, fair that we say just how good Riddle's been booked since it's being awesome. booked up. I, I do think he uses too much of Orton's moves, though. He he's almost lost what himself slightly. Uh, I, I think yeah. it's good to reuse moves sometimes, but he. I like him doing the RKO, but he does it every match, him. though. He does every everything Orton does. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be more exciting if he did it now and again. 
yeah, like kind of like point. Seth using the pedigree. Like like he, it's not his move, but when he needs it, he pulls it out. Whereas yeah. we see RK every week. Do you know what you mean? Like if he's desperate it's to win, I, won't, I can win if I use like, it. Against like Roman, that RKO then, bang it. Yeah. Bang it. Don't get, do it do every get. week though. I do, get, um, I do get what you mean. But yeah, that I think that's going to be a really good feud. It's be awesome feud as well. Uh, unless, on the of mic, course, cool. it wouldn't surprise me if Riddle somehow works his way into the Money in the Bank match still. Because Rollins is in it. And I think they always do these second chance I, My pick is one of those two. To, to one of those. Riddle or Seth to win. Mm. What's interesting think, is, is there's quite a few options now. Because I think we could all see Drew win and we could all see Seth yeah, and Riddle. I mean, I know he's not in it right now, but I think there is a few options. I think the women's side, I think there's less options. I think again, Becky's the obvious one, but she's not in it, obviously. But there isn't many women. I think you know, I'm not, I'm not seeing Lacey or Raquel being money in the bank. I'm Maybe live, live. I mean, but Alexis... then sometimes they just put it on like they'll put it on something because they think it's funny, like the Otis thing, like the Nikki. Yeah, but Otis, Otis was quite big at the time. Like they'll just go. Do you know what this is? This would be funny if we did this because they and then they completely drop the ball with it. And they've had a couple of years of doing that. I, think I mean, I don't know who they, they should do that with away. this year, but yeah. Um, that would, oh, well, I guess the equivalent would be putting it on Ezekiel this year because mm. he's popular in the moment. But it'd be in the long yeah. term putting the money on the bank on it would be stupid because there's no way he's beating Roman Reigns for the title list there, even though he's popular right now. So that would be kind of the equivalent, I guess. He is popular, and I we can segue. I just wanted to talk. I, no, I no, used the example because I wanted to talk about segue this straight. It's in a there. good example. I want to segue onto my top mark and, and of the week. I want to say I, I would have maybe top marked this as well. If you yeah, well, it's that. a it's a one point. It's it's a top mark and a half here because it is um the Elias concert uh, and, and it's it, it, it's all that went on around Elias and Ezekiel. I think they they worked it really well. They did the backstage segment where they were on the couch. I, uh, do you know what? I thought that was a guy that just looked like Elias at first. Well, and I this is the thing. as hell during the segment, if, but I loved it. If that's a fake beard, so they've put an Ezekiel yeah, for Elias, it, is. it is, looks really good. Mm. I think it looks really cool. Some, this is the thing. I saw, you know, most people were loving it. And I saw a few people online mm. like, oh, the beard looked ridiculous. You could tell it. I was like, it, was, it didn't look bad to it me looked at all. Just, it looked like it was Elias to me. Yeah. That, that was just Elias, like how I remember him. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, the, the whole thing backstage was really cool and like kind of fist bumped to the end. I know it's, it, well, I say easy. I, I can't do it, but it's, it's, it's not too hard to, to put people, you know, record two different things and put it together in the same shot. So I think, I think works really well. Um, I liked the fact that um, he also did the concert. KO came down. Um, the popping got as well. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, for Elias, the, the Elias gimmick was really loud. Yeah, and I did yeah. notice that it was amazing. And then um, Ezekiel won the on on the Tron, uh, and then and then Kea went backstage in a huff, and then Elias obviously walked around the corner. I mean, obviously that backstage bit is pre-recorded. Yeah, but yeah. just yeah, he was so confused by the end of it. Ko yeah, was brilliant, and, uh, and Ko played his part brilliantly. Yeah, well, well, he's a perfect person to be in this, in this position. He's, yeah. he's he, him or Sami Zayn are the two that would play this role really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And I so, loved as well that it was like, I want a match, and I don't care if it's Ezekiel, I don't care if it's Elias, I don't care if it's their third brother Elrod as a joke. Yeah. And now the, the match graphic actually has Ezekiel, Elias, or Elrod. Yeah. As thing. And <laughs> I've got a funny feeling we're going to get a third, third so, thing here. I, 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 I think, I I think what I mean, third. interesting, because obviously this doesn't leave much um, 
much mystique for next week because it's just going to be it's probably going to I my guess is it's just going to be Ezekiel dressed as Elias and it's just going to be Elias feed Kevin Owens I think it'd been better if he'd have said I'll have a handicap match I'll fight you both and then that would have been interesting to be like how do they do that next week maybe that's what they do eventually yeah maybe they, yeah. yeah maybe it is. maybe that's maybe that's yeah. going to be the payoff I mean uh, no, I, I think one of you said it to me at off the pod it's like the new Mick Foley yeah, I said it. I, it I said if they could like do bit, full, full three faces of Foley, if they bring in a third one, because obviously Mick Foley back in the day, a cactus jack, he had mankind, and then he had Mick Foley, and dude he would love. play, and he and and dude love. So he actually had four in a way, but he mm. played three in one go, and they did a Royal Rumble where all three entered. He got eliminated. He came back later on dressed as, and I think they could do that with this if if they they can keep it going long enough, mm. then. Um, my only thing is, and I know you sort of alluded to it off Podkin, is like the Ezekiel character itself, I don't think has that much shelf life to it. The only thing and about Ezekiel Elias, is he's Elias's brother. And Elias about was him. so over when it came out. I want to I see it transition in the end back to just him being Elias. Because for me, Elias was a great character. And I said this when... When he was hand, like off TV and I was like, oh, you know, I'd love to see Elias. I like him. And during the pit period where it was with Jackson Riker and he was doing nothing and it was really bad. You know, I was always like, Elias deserves more. I think he's great. And we're seeing that again now. Um, with his, I just think he's played this really, really well. But I do think the Elias character is more, has got more shelf life to it than Ezekiel. Yeah, I, I do also think that if this wasn't, opposite Kevin Owens it wouldn't be oh yeah working as well no and this is the thing eventually they'll move on from Kevin Owens and it's what does Ezekiel what or whatever they go forward with I just don't know how it works with you put this against like I don't know uh Austin Theory does it work as well I don't no. know no, you, know, it, it, so. you need a great person to play off, and Kevin Owens is maybe the best in the whole of WWE at playing yeah. this. Right? I think it has a very short sh- shelf life, and I think that it's about, about another month this will be good for, and then I think it will die out. At the moment, personally. it's my favourite storyline, definitely in WWE, and maybe in the whole of wrestling. Honestly, I love it. But it, like, you're right, it's not gonna, it's not got the longevity to... The whole of wrestling. That's a big shout. That well, there. Big there aren't that many captivating. <laughs> to me, there aren't that many captivating storylines in AEW at the moment because of. We'll get to it on the AEW pod, but they're, they're kind of in between two pay per views and blood and guts and all this all over the place. So there's a few, but there's not many. And WWE doesn't have that many good ones at the moment. Let's be honest. With Roman hardly doing anything, there's not that many good feuds on in WWE. Becky and Asuka's a decent feud. Um, mm-hmm. Rollins and Cody was the best feud by a mile, but that's finished. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so not there's not really one at the moment that I think is better than than Elias and Ezekiel. Uh, Elias and Ezekiel, <laughs> that'd be a good feud. That, no, that would be a, be a great match, wouldn't it? Um, that'd be a backstage segment for sure. Yeah, well, I was thinking, could they bring back the uh, you know the pre-filmed matches they used to you know they I, did I, during I the pandemic era? Actually, that if, would be quite a cool a, way to do it. If they'd have done this during the Thunderdome era, mm. they could have had an amazing cinematic match doing this. Cinematic, but, that's what it's called, yeah. yeah. But I don't know if they're going to do that now. Cinematic, man. Whoa, man. But yeah, great top mark. Cool, thank you. Um, what did you guys make of Bobby Lashley on this show? Because he was all over it, wasn't he? We had him. Uh, we, had, we had we had Austin Theory come out and do his poses. Lashley obviously got into a selfie behind him, then speared. I liked him. that bit. I did like that. Yeah, that and then funny. we had the old 
WWE Classico, the old gauntlet match, gauntlet where match. he had to take on three opponents, uh, Gable, Otis, and then Theory himself to get I like his title the fact match. That Theory himself went in it rather than mm. trusting three random guys to beat. Was me. clever so I'm as well. We did it after the beatdown. Yeah. yeah, wait till and they get beaten. Otis and down. Gable probably the right two to be one and two because yeah. that's kind of their role, isn't it? Currently, I, th- I thought they chose this well. The matches were. Like average, and the, the problem is, it's so obvious. If it's a one per, if it's one person running a gauntlet, not a pro- not all gauntlet matches, because you don't always know who's going to win. Yeah, yeah. But if it's one person running a gauntlet to get a total shot, you know that person's winning. So it's just yeah, a it of was how, obvious. Yeah. It's just a matter of how you get there. Um, but yeah, Lashley looked good in this. Um, My uh, favorite part of all three of them was when he shushed uh, Chad Gable. Yeah. That was uh, shoosh. Yeah, I quite enjoyed just, that. Went anything to, to you don't, get, you you don't know. see much from Lashley like that uh, in terms of like the comedic side, so I quite enjoyed that. But yeah, Lashley is facing Theory at Money in the Bank, isn't it? That's a title match. So yes, which which should be good. Should be good. Obviously, um, we're getting John Cena back next week. Cena's and next been, week. And I know, I won't, you know, it's a bit of a Money in the Bank prediction, but I think we're going to get Cena cost I've said it already on the pod I think yeah. Siri, you can't see Cena me Fisher. you can't even see your hand go across your face <laughs> <laughs> I think we get Cena cost Theory the, the United States title put it on Lashley and then you can have um, Cena and uh, Theory sounds like someone's Summer been Slam. listening to the Recharge and Wrestling then, Podcast you must have yeah. listened last week Fish, and, um, yeah. and also then what I love we about that we couldn't see is, you maybe what, you I about, what I'd love about that is you can have Raw to have the IC title on Smackdown Lashley have the US title on Raw and make those titles feel big. 100%. Let's do it. I think it is vital at the moment to make the second titles important exactly. and to put them on the right people. And I mean, we say Lashley, but I think Theory is doing a very good job currently as US champion. He's yeah. on TV every week. He's doing promos. He's fighting most weeks. He's doing like a really good British job. Spears microphone. Yeah, I do. That is it's, fine, good... it's, fine, it's, it's fine, but it's fine, but it's not Bobby, Bobby Lashley having it would be even bigger, wouldn't it? Big Bob. No. Yeah, he was, yeah, because he's a former uh, WWE champion. Yeah. Um, I mean, another new feud, I think, started this week was AJ and The Miz. I think that's the yeah. feud we're getting. Uh, two people weren't doing too much, so it probably makes sense. And I don't remember them interacting much in the past. Maybe no, I, miss, I was thinking about I'm sure, they, I'm sure they had a feud a few years ago. Well, um, again, AJ was uh, on SmackDown for ages, and I can't remember Miz not been on Raw for a long time. So they might they may have just missed each other for mm, I think they have had a feud, but it was a long time ago. Mm. Um so it's it feels fairly fresh, which is good. And what do you make of Champa or like just what? taking people out what? and almost like taking out people that the Mizzes have Yeah, well, I said this a couple of weeks ago because I said that I'm sure there's a link because every time it's to do with the Miz. The mm. Mustafa Ali thing, there was somebody else as well. It's got it. to be now, riddle, surely. Do you reckon they're going to be a team or like a I think, pairing? I think, yeah, Champa? I think Champa's just going to be Mrs. like, not bodyguard, but... It's really you know, Assassin. Hitman. I would yeah. not have called this Mrs. This Champa. Cool. No, I wouldn't. If this I happens, just, I, just I will be hear, pleased with it. I think Champa's what? too good of like a character to just be a silent assassin. I want to see him, I, I don't I want hear him talk. And... If he was winning as well, though. Like yeah, if he, he was lose every week, and yeah. he wasn't, and he was not talking, but he was looking badass, and he was just killing people, like you know, then I'd think, yeah. But he's he's not cutting promos. He's also losing every match, looking good in them most of the time. Like his matches are good, but yeah, he's, he's losing every time. Um, so it just makes him look a bit rubbish, really. Um, 
which is a shame because he could be into so much more than that. Um, but I, I think there could be potential if you partnered him with the Miz properly instead of just doing what they're doing. Um, but yeah, um, AJ and Miz is an interesting feud, isn't it? Um, they keep mentioning Miz's little tiny balls, don't they? They love that. It's because the crowd reacted the first time so yeah. well. I think they love Again, it. Again, the Miz is a bit like Jericho in that, where he will pick up on something if he thinks it could get over, so he's just going to pick up on it. And yeah, I still it. find it funny. Yeah, it's funny. Miz and his uh, bowels. What, what I do like is sort of Miz's, um, Miz sort of ran down AJ's bad luck recently and sort of saying you're on a really bad, you know, bad luck. they're actually noticing it. Yeah, I feel like they're playing into a storyline it. where AJ's not himself. Um, mm. And this is a great chance for AJ to get. AJ is currently maybe the most like lost superstar in well, the league. He's, up there. he's like, just out of the top guys. What's he doing? Yeah. The, the feud with Edge was good. Well, didn't um, I see he appeared on Impact? Yes, he didn't. He appeared on the screen. He didn't show up. Oh, he didn't actually show up. No, oh, no, okay. no. He did a. He did. He won an oh, award. Yeah. They did. Um, I did. Oh, I thought he's if if he actually showed up and wrestles. I should have actually looked at looked it up to be honest. But if he yeah, turned no, up and wrestled, that would have been it. He like WWE allowed him speech. to to do a speech on video. And then interestingly, uh, none of the um, AEW Impact guys were on there. Just no, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Um, Tony Khan didn't award. allow them or something. Or, well, I don't know if he didn't. Maybe it was just a high of the year. Because Samoa Joe apparently was meant to be, but he wasn't. So Vince is a nicer guy than Tony Khan. By that, <laughs> by that, by that impact. I don't, I don't think it was anything to do with Tony bold Khan. Bold statement. That's <laughs> a bold statement. Yeah. And it's a... Um. What else did we have? <laughs> um. That's basically. I mean, other than Veer Mahan threatening no one, that's all we got on Raw. I think. Oh, well, and we got Jey Uso versus Angelina Dawkins, which is all right. We just said their match. That I mean, okay. we've, we said before, Andrew Dawkins, I think he's just getting better in ring, he's isn't he? Andrew Dawkins. Time, isn't he? And, you know, main event, Jey Uso, he's not, he's not like, uh, that, that's not just a win to be sniffed at, I don't think. No, Jey he Uso. Right. Big main event, Jay. Mm. Now he's mid card to losing to Andrew Dawkins, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Should we go on to NXT? I think yeah, so. go to NXT. Um, I mean, yeah, NXT. Maybe we should start with the main event here because it was again oh, it's kind of a straight in, are we? Yeah, I think it's a story throughout most Cheeky. of this. I think we had a couple of bits beforehand. Um, we had Tony D'Angelo and Cameron Grimes, not Cameron Grimes, Carmelo Hayes. <laughs> I forgot he's North American champion then. Carmelo Hayes and Tony D'Angelo in the main event. Uh, really, the story here is Escobar. Oh, is that- Betraying Tony D'Angelo. I totally the... forgot my skid mark from Raw. <laughs> oh, did we'll you? It. Oh, we'll do it afterwards if you want. Okay, we'll quickly mention such. We'll go back for a skid. Is it on Raw? Yeah, because sure. yeah, it wasn't on. It wasn't. A t- it didn't actually appear on Raw, did it? Yeah, you know we'll go remember? back. We'll go back to Fisher skid mark. I forgot to talk but about it, and I've just remembered. How uh... he's having a mare. <laughs> One <laughs> week off, he's had now. It wasn't on disaster. my. I didn't, it wasn't on my notes because it wasn't on the show. It was something yeah. I was thought of off my top of my head. That's why. Let's just finish this main event quickly. Go on, then. Go on. Um, Escobar betraying Danny D'Angelo. Who was surprised? Oh, nobody. No. no one? No. Were you surprised they, they did it so quickly? Not even Tony D'Angelo yeah. was surprised. They did it I think so they realised it was, wasn't going anywhere. They had two of their top teams together not doing much because they were together. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. But I would have quite liked if, like, so the other two would have turned on Escobar. I mean, I don't want Legado to break up, but I think that would have been quite an interesting turn. But to do mm. what they've done, it's just 
completely expected, which isn't always bad, but I think this one just felt a bit too obvious for me. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting as well now what happens with Tony D'Angelo's group, because obviously we know that two dimes has been fired. Um, yeah, so this, this was obviously there. recorded in, in advance before he was fired, but as of next week, he's not going to be on the show. So the group's split now, and Tony's only going to have one guy with him. He had like six, and now he's got yeah, one. So, they, so well, it's, it's a big change. Surely they could just get another performance centre guy to replace him. I mean, you know, it wasn't like two dimes had a massive character. Oh, like, God, no. No, they, not it's, it's not hard to replace. Honestly, you could have just put a different guy there probably, and not told me he'd been fired. I probably wouldn't have even known. Like, yeah. he's been on, barely been on TV. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's just interesting. It's an interesting timing um, because of that. Um, I mean, speaking of interesting timing, should we get to your very late skid mark? Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. Sorry about <laughs> it that. It better be a good one. I'll say build well, up. It, for my this. skid mark was just the absence of Judgment Day. So, oh, yeah. We. Obviously, Judgment Day, a couple of weeks ago, I think we, we loved the fact that they... Well, we, we kind of loved the, the segment. It was a bit of a mix. On edge, but we kind of thought it was a bit weird timing, rushed um, and all that. Go for, fast forward a couple of weeks, and they're wrestling on main event. And, you know, main, sometimes wrestling on main event doesn't signal too much. It just means you haven't got plans on that wall, you're there, so they put you on the show, whatever. But And once you can... You can forgive it, but it is worrying two weeks in without edging the faction that Balor and Priest have been relegated to main event. Now, interestingly, the match was against the Mysterios, who also shouldn't be on main event, really. Um, I don't know why they didn't just put this match on war. They yeah, could pre- have easily found 10 minutes. I'm, I'm a mixed mood for this because, in a way, event. I moan that we see the same stuff week in, week out. But it's weird because we're not used to it with WWE. They should be on every week. That's just the way we think. But if this happened on AEW and they had a match on Dark, yeah, you wouldn't think then, of it. We wouldn't think of it, would we? So yeah. maybe they're learning, and then next week we might get Judgment Day versus They have, they have rotated people a lot on, on and off main event recently. I know Champ has been on and off it. Um, mm. Ali's been on and off it. Cedric Alexander's been on and off it quite a lot. And they had they did have Doudrop and Nikki A.S.H. and people like that on there this week who've been on Raw most weeks as well. So they are rotating it. And I get what you're saying, but it's the fact that I agree with a match of that caliber, yeah. if they were fa- even if they were facing like a ran- random team, yeah. if you'd have done Finn Balor versus T-Bar, I wouldn't have thought too much of it because yeah. T-Bar's always on there. But it's the fact they did this match. And, and in fact, it's two weeks. It's the, it also, you know, you're it's right. two weeks, two weeks in. Balor needs a build. He's just taken over this faction with a real shocker. It was a real shock, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. We didn't expect it this early. You need to have him on TV every week, just causing heat. Mm. I, I forgot. I honestly forgot about Judgment Day. Which they did is show bad. them on a little well, vignette. Yeah, they? the only reason I didn't forget was because I thought it was weird that Bianca's the one that told us that Rhea was injured. I was like, yeah. well, where's Judgment Day? Why aren't they telling us this? But that's, I mean, that's the reason they're on main event was because there's no Rhea Ripley. And yeah. she was the one who was getting the, the push. Yeah. So without her, again. It was I'd, such a good faction. They were like my favorite in there. Yeah, just, just have like a two minute backstage video where they'd say Rhea's injured, but she'll be back for the title. Uh, yeah, well, just, set up a match and, and with just, the Mysterios and just chat some and then do judgment that match day next week, shit. Yeah, whatever. You know? But yeah, <clears throat> if that's the feud you're if that's the feud you're looking at, I don't know mm-hmm. if it is, but I do, yeah, I, I do agree with you, Fish. I think when something like a new group just after a big angle is, is quite prominent on the show, uh, they shouldn't always 
wrestle or do big angles, but they should always have a presence on a show. And mm. so I think that was a a, a bit of a, a dropped uh, ball from WWE. Yeah. There. Yeah, I just wanted I just thought it needed to be said. We can go back to NXT now. Yeah. Good. Good skid, sure. Um, I'll good, allow this one. Good skid. Good skid. What is what what else from uh NXT have we got? Um I guess we should probably talk about the toxic well, toxic attraction in general. Um we had yeah. so earlier on in the night we had Katana and Caden have a match against Thoreau and Leon. Mm-hmm. which was an okay match. It wasn't a lot to it, but Katana and Caden winning. And they've obviously had a tag title shot fairly recently. But Toxic Attraction come out here, cut their usual sort of standard promo. What I did know about this promo, did you hear the fans chanting for Gigi? They were just, they weren't I chanting. I didn't actually top. know. When they were talking, they were going, Gee, no, I can't remember exactly what they were chanting, but they're chanting for Gigi Dolan mm. out of the three. So that was very noticeable. That's a bit random. Well, I think she's the most popular of the three, honestly. I think, obviously, Mandy Rose is the figurehead, but people live Gigi Dolan. Um, that was yeah, noticeable. But then we also got... So we got, um, obviously, Rock. the promo was about Roxanne and Cordy. They come out, and I thought, oh, here we go again. They, they, they did this with the last tournament, where, was it KLR and Io Shirai could have gone for... Yeah, they won a tag tournament and they went for a singles title. And now they're doing a singles tournament and going for a tag title. Right. So they were like, and I was like, why are you doing it like this? Anyway, so they kind of tried to explain it with Roxanne said, I want to share my moment with my best friend, which was kind of cool. But still, doesn't you still have a way for the solo title, wouldn't you? And then obviously Caden and uh, Katana come back out. And they had a little like toxic would like I like this bit because the babyface teams were going at each other, arguing end up fighting and the heels are just chuckling away like ha I'm quite enjoying um, Katana and Carter I, I really I really like them they've they're, turned a real good leaf here they're um, the best um, women's tag team in WWE full stop they're I mean, fantastic <laughs> that's, like a, a, that's like a list of one team but yeah they are though I right. think they're better in ring than Toxic Attraction I think they're better in ring than I mean you go back to I mean obviously Sasha Naomi are no longer a I guess there are no. I mean, do you drop a Nikki SH? I think that's what I mean. You're not really. Yeah. No, I know it's it's a very it's very they're fake good. praise. Yeah. but I think they're good. Is what I'm saying. You could bring <laughs> you could bring them up to the main roster, and I wouldn't complain at all. I thought I thought they were going to when because obviously they they, the they lost on NXT like the day after on the pay per view when day after they uh, said that they were going to have that women's tag tournament so I they thought oh, they're completely dropped yeah, yeah that's all linked I thought it's all linked they're going to come up to the main roster be in a tag tournament maybe not win it but they just need teams on the main roster but yeah, yeah. so maybe that was the plan if they were going to do that tournament they've obviously not doing that anymore but but what do you think is going to happen here I reckon we might end up with some sort of triple threat I know they're doing a number one contenders match next week yeah do you reckon maybe Toxic are going to I mean, also, yeah, but the fact there's no Mong Tender match is stupid because doesn't Roxanne have a contract for a title match? So why is she having oh, to yeah. I didn't even be a number one that. contender? Yeah, that is silly. I mean, th- this is a very flawed uh, storyline. Uh, they, they really, they're really making this harder work than it needs to be. Yeah, but, this, uh, yeah. that's ridiculous, actually. But, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I think they will do a triple threat tag team match, but she just she should not have to qualify for it. No, that's, that's I mean, she so shouldn't stupid. even go for the tag titles. There's, surely the contract says for the women's NXT women's title, not for the NXT. Well, it's one of those things. Titles. It's like money in the bank is for any title you want to go for, but you're not mm. going to get them go for the tag titles or 
the Intercontinental or the US titles. I actually thought, yeah, I thought they might have done that with, um, was it Otis? I think. Yeah, the tag, there was rumours him and he was going to go with Tucker for the tag titles. But Yeah, I think they could have done that. That's the one they could have done it with. But yeah, it really is. It sets a bad present once you do it once, and it's almost like they're almost undoing their previous one where they had the tag titles go for singles. They're like, Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll undo that mess by doing singles for the tag, but yeah, it's just um, it just kind of makes a mockery of the whole breakout tournament now because what's, what's well, yeah, the point like that they were they were already kind of in a tag team feud with Toxic Attraction before, but yeah, I mean, it'll be a good match. I think actually, um, you know, I think it could be quite a good team actually, Roxanne and Cora. I yeah, think I think, I cool. think given fresh. you know Cora's improving in ring, but she's probably still not quite ready to hold a singles title no. feud. So to protect her in a tag team is probably a good decision from NXT. Yeah, I think definitely. so. I, th- I no, think I it agree. could be. I think it could be good. Uh, definitely. Um, Should we go to the opener of NXT? I quite yeah, let's go this, to that. Yeah. So Grayson Waller versus Solo Sokoa. Um, they are big on both of these guys, and I think both of them sort of have something. Is they are really impressive. Yeah, I, I really did enjoy this match. And yeah, really good. Again, a clean finish. Yeah, clean finish. Uh, and a relatively. Win yeah, yeah. Clean. The, the clean. turnbuckle was used. Yeah, but it was it it wasn't too ropey. It was a finisher I mean. uh, pin one two three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no and it wasn't outside no, no one jumped yeah. up on the apron or anything like that. Right. But yeah, it wasn't, cl- sorry, not clean. It was dirty, but it fits his character, doesn't yeah. it? And it's it's not done that often. It is no. done, but... but also, Soda Sokoa doesn't lose very often either, so I was quite surprised by this result. I thought Soda was going to win as well. I thought Soda was going to win. There's been a few matches this week I was surprised by the outcome, which is which, I'm, which is a good thing. I think it's a good thing. But I, I but, did enjoy this one. But yeah, I think Grayson Waller's, um, yeah, brilliant. Isn't he? Well, but both of these guys, both of these guys will have no problem on the main roster at all. Both, both of these two. Um, no, you no, think? I mean, Solo's got the Usos. I mean, Solo's go. Solo's wrestling career is fine. He'll, he'll, he'll have a great career. Well, uh, apparently, it was meant to be. be a brilliant addition to the main roster. Yeah. yeah, and they tried him, didn't they? So they've given him a little introduction to it, mm. and he was already getting a little bit of heat. So yeah. he's I just think, back down good great, on the mic. Yeah. He could be like the Miz. And he's great in the ring. His like finisher is so cool. It. He's way better than the Miz in the ring. Mm. I'd he's, say. Yeah. He reminds me a bit of maybe. like... He's way maybe, more maybe entertaining. It's, yeah, maybe it's just the finisher. It reminds me a bit of Theory with like just how he is. Uh, he's probably a bit more than Theory, but Theory's current character, I think he's kind of similar, Grayson Waller. I think he could play that role. Uh, probably more on SmackDown. But yeah, I, I just think he's... Um, Brilliant. I think he's good. I think he's a future star. I'd really do. I'd, I'd definitely go out and say that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what else? Speaking of future stars, let's have a oh, go let's on. Have a, a cheeky progression. So we had a promo of a car driving away, which famously Fisher thought was an advert. I did. Um, famously. <laughs> famously, <laughs> everyone, everyone knows that. Yeah. Fax Fisher's famous. It's, it's fine. Um you might have to correct my pronunciation here, Fisher. JD McDonough, Mc... I believe it is. McDonough. Okay, let's go with that. Then. Not Madonna, like you know, Vogue. McDonough. McDonough. <laughs> JD McDonough 
um, which is Jordan Devlin from NXT UK. We did know this was going to happen because he lost his match in NXT UK a few weeks back. Yeah, losing yeah, his NXT. Lost, lost to Dragon. And off. he is, I mean, obviously he's been on NXT before. He's a former Cruiserweight champion as yeah. well. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he was there. So, and I was gutted, wasn't I, when he is a COVID hit and he talent. had to give it up. I'm actually surprised he moved back down to NXT UK because he was on NXT for a little while and they moved him back. I think he's never he's never official. Yeah, maybe, but he is. um, They've moved moved Nathan Fraser, a kid, and him over. So I mean, we haven't seen some real talents there. Yeah, even um, Alba Fire's not. Yeah, and Alba Fire really fairly recent. I mean, NXT UK has a lot of top stars. I mean, I still can't believe Tyler Bate hasn't made it to NXT yet. Oh, he's got to be on his way, hasn't he? Now. Dragunov is another one we'll see at some point on NXT. Oh, or maybe main that. roster, straight to main roster. I don't know, but NXT UK is a lot of lot of lot of real talent down there. And um, yeah, Jordan Devlin will it's be a good. It's a, it's a breeding ground for Demon good Donner. wrestlers. Yeah. None of them come up and they're crap in ring. Mm. I think they can learn the mic stuff, and a lot of them are good at it anyway. Devlin is absolute fire on the mic. Yeah. Um, I just think he's he's going to do if they book him right, he's going to be awesome. Um, in NXT main roster, I'm not too sure just because of his size. I don't think they'll look at him too fondly. I, think... I just think they'll be like, Is that Finn Balor? Oh no, it's just a guy who looks like Finn Balor and sounds yeah. like Finn Balor. That's how they'll view it. I, I think, <laughs> mm, I think he'll be a bit, uh, I think he's better than Finn Balor on the mic. The best he could do, maybe, in main roster and he's is, almost is, in I think so, he's like Slayton and Finn Balor with Finn Balor shirts on. In but I say, I, no, I'm not careful. Slayton. I'm, I'm bigging up how good Devlin is. But yeah, know, we're part of the funny. Balor club. You sat there with Balor, like, yeah. oh. Two out of three of us here Balor, in the Balor no, club. We're not slating him. <laughs> we're being realistic. It, it, I think it's good to be like that, though, to, to have a mixed opinion on, mm. on things. Like, mm. I love Seth Rollins, but the chair segment, the Hell in a Cell, was bloody awful. Uh, how, have you, how have you crowbarred that into NXT roundup? Well, I haven't mentioned <laughs> Seth enough yet. <laughs> um, NXT champion Seth. Can Rollins. I talk about someone we haven't mentioned at all yet? Yeah, let's. Uh, Wesley, he awesome came out, promo. cut yeah. a emotional promo. I mean, not by name, but he mentioned Nash Carter, which oh, is yeah, interesting. Real life stuff to, to bring that up um, because you know he obviously left on quite. Funny terms, Nash mm. Carter. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a release because he, he wasn't good enough. It was released because of other situ- you know of other things. So I'm surprised he was allowed to speak as openly as he, as he did. Um, and Trick Williams is the guy who stepped out to him, which is we haven't seen Trick I, in a. Few I like this because Trick and Mellow, yeah. like separating but still being together. I like that. Mm. Yeah, I want to see a bit more from Trick. So I'm quite interested to see what he can do with Wesley. Um, which would be interesting. I'm glad they are like going in on Wesley's character and like really making him feel important because I was really worried when Nash Carter got released. I'm really intrigued, and also going back to actually, I don't think it's quite many of them, but I think there was some dark tapings where Wesley has appeared on main roster dark tapings mm, really uh, recently on like SmackDown before SmackDown. So wow, they're obviously looking at him, Wesley. He's he is impressive. He, I mean, you can't doubt he's good in ring, and he's actually. The thing is, I think showing... they were super high on MSK before. Yeah. The release, I think MSK would have gone up and been tag team champions like the Street Profits have been. Yeah, really. Yeah, probably and, right. Yeah. Another, and but I've, I so you know maybe they think oh, I will still continue pushing him because 
MSK if, felt like they were they were really. I mean, they had that stuff with Riddle, didn't they? Yeah, you know, if, it made it feel important. If he can start showing this kind of level on the mic, then I I think he is destined for good things, Wesley. Very, very, yeah. very talented guy. But I, I'm in, I, I mean, the main point here is I'm interested to see Trick Williams in a one-on-one feud. That's what I'm yeah. interested in. Well, at least he's getting some limelight because the, the promo was quite real, wasn't it? The, yeah. The, uh, Wesley said he played second fiddle to him. Um, yeah. And then mm. Trick also played it up saying, you know, I, your friends always leave you and stuff like that. So mm. that was savage, though. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not story lie. I mean, um, well, but, savage, but yeah, it's um, I'm, I'm intrigued, very intrigued to see if it's gonna be a proper feud or just a match or what happens, or whether maybe Carmelo's just defended the top. Maybe this is a stepping stone to Wesley Carmelo for the North American title, potentially. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, intrigued, definitely. Um, we also got uh, a diamond mine match but not, not the two we usually see. It was Roderick Strong and Damon Kemp um, against the two Legado guys. Um, yeah, this kind of fed into the match later on, didn't it? Because and Wild they, and... um, was it Stax, I think, tried to, or two, one of them. Oh tripped, yeah, one of them tripped. Uh, caused the finish. So yeah. I think that kind of led to the main event and Escobar. And it also, I, I also quite plays into the um, Diamond Mine thing because Roderick oh. Strong, like, yeah, we won. I think we're leading to... Strong and Kemp feed Creed Brothers, aren't we? Yeah. That's what we're leading to. I think so. Which yeah. is quite a cool That'd be awesome. feud. I think Damon Kemp's really good, by the way. I just want to say that. I've yeah, I've never is. seen um his brother wrestle yet on the main roster, Gable Stevenson, but no. Damon Kemp's really good. So yeah, could be an interesting I think he's got a bit more experience in, in pro wrestling like this, so than uh, what Gable Damon West. Kemp has. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he's been in NXT a while, hasn't he? You know, like he's been he's wrestled in NXT UK, he's been on the in the performance center for quite a while, I think. Before Bobby yeah. uh, uh, Gable signed after him, so I think, uh, and he's not really been training because he was doing his other stuff. So I think he's got a bit more experience, which is why we've seen him before. Uh, his brother. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so we've there's three other matches, but before I get to those, there's two segments I just want to quickly mention. Yeah. Um, Chase, you we had uh, Bro- Bodie Hayward. Uh, get a new roommate um she was so excited name fia hall i mean it's a bit silly but i i just enjoy chase you um that is who, okay. who knows where this is going they're a Come bit on. of fun i don't think they know where this is going right now but i just thought that was worth mentioning and also we had another small development with the joe gacy dyad oh actually i found this interesting because of the words he's used yes yeah, so he mentioned that tasted gold before yeah. so they've been champions i mean well that made, made me think of course all the young residents been champs they haven't have they but what he no. also said is Not, they've, been they've come together UK, to uk yeah well it could be them but the thing that he said as well was it's people that have, were on their way out which was all the young mm. veterans were because they did that locker room clearance thing last time we saw yeah them. they also said they've come together to join me so it makes mm. me think there was two singles people that have now come and, and also, the I can't size think of who them, else there is. I the size can't... of them, James Drake isn't that tall. No, I don't. I, I just don't, don't think, think it. Think it can... But I was just trying to work out who's been on NXT that's tasted gold that's not on TV at all. I mean, could it be? Could it be Zach Gibson and someone else? Bobby like, could... Roos. <laughs> Zach Gibson and Bobby Roode. Is that our, <laughs> is that, is that our predictions? <laughs> what a tag team. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's Johnny Gargano really... and Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just want to see them. Uh, again, they've they've 
kind of playing this a bit long now. I just want to see who it is. But they are keeping me intrigued week that on in, week. That ups my interest yeah. considerably. I'm not fussed on Joe Gacy. But I'm interested to see who the hell these two guys are. Yeah, they might make the act better if we, once we know who they are. Um, yeah. We got another Apollo promo as well, didn't we? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a weird one. Um, obviously, um, he's back in NXT. He's doing his sort of... He's doing his almost Zyali protector gimmick. That's what I've, yeah. I see it like. And also, um, again, he... he his introduction back to NXT was him interrupting a Braun Breaker promo. Hmm. Although, for, oh, he's the next challenger. And he's... The I, think they, he's I think they're going to slowly build to that, but... Yeah, but what's interesting here is he's dropped, dropped Commander Aziz, he's dropped his Nigerian gimmick, he's dropped his accent, and he's just standard Apollo that we saw before. Hmm. Um, Which I much prefer. I do too, but it's just interesting that they've... I just, want him to get in a feud now, though, probably. To, it's not even dropping, it's, I guess, gaining the accent and then drop it again just feels a bit... I know they did it with Kofi back in the day, so it's, it's not the first time they've yeah, done yeah. it. Yeah, they've but... done it quite a few times. They've done it with Lana as well. Yeah. She went Russian accent, then American, then Russian accent again. It was like... Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> um, but interesting to see what he does on NXT. Uh, three matches. I'll roll them off. You guys tell me things about them. Cameron Grimes beat Idris Anofe. Von Wagner beat Brooks Jensen. And Alba Fire beat Lash Legend. Um, Go, I'll say about, about the... Um, through a DQ. Through a yeah, DQ. The Lash Legend, there wasn't much to it. She used her bat. Didn't, she used Alpha, Alba Fire's bat to... I mean, Alba Fire's too good for that feud, in my opinion. Yeah, but, I would definitely. Uh, Although Lash looked better in this feud than she has... In others, I will say. because of who she's in the ring with, maybe because she's a, who she's in the ring with. Fires, Cameron Grimes is, is interesting me at the moment. I thought we had a really good match actually with Idris and Ofe. Idris and is so good. I just like his character change. Mm. So he's as well. He's backstage afterwards with Bron Breaker, and Bron goes, "You know, I'm looking forward to having a match with you." This Cameron Grimes, Cameron Grimes is like, "You shouldn't be," because mm. if this Cameron Grimes has a match with you, Cameron Grimes is the new champion. Do you like, think Cameron Grimes could be NXT no. champion? No? no, I don't think he's going to win. I'd, I don't mind if he does, by the way, but I, mm. I don't think he will. I wouldn't mind seeing this Cameron Grimes as champion. Yeah, I just but, don't think. It, yeah. I just don't think Bron drops it yet. Yeah, it's cool, but yeah, I agree. I don't think he will drop it. Um, mm. And what was the other match you said? Was um, Von Wagner. Von Wagner I have no interest, next to no interest in Von Wagner. Sorry, okay. can I say anything <laughs> on Von Wagner? <laughs> no, literally nothing. Just the fact that they want a piece now, aren't they? Yeah, well, it's his yeah. tag team partner that beat him, wasn't it? Yeah, he, Josh Briggs beat him. That's Brooks Jensen. Oh, yeah. easily, how much I care. <laughs> easy, it, very easy to confuse those two. Even, their names are too similar as well. It's, yeah, it's a strange naming, I think, of those two guys. But yeah, and that Brooks is Jensen. all I've got from NXT. And I said it was got anything to add. No. If Frank Fisher hasn't, we must have covered... We have, we have we've covered everything. every segment in wrestling this week. So would we say that we are pretty much recharged? Yep. Yep, I'm fully charged. So I hope we've been uh, entertaining for you and you are fully recharged. We have been recharged wrestling. Please give us a like and subscribe. Um, really appreciate it. And it keeps us making that content uh, that we so enjoy. Follow us on Twitter. We post out uh, very regularly at Recharge Wrestle. Keep an eye out for our separate AW videos, which will be coming out not too far after this video. Check out all the other content. We've got Keeney's GM, my GM mode. For we haven't any more. 2K22. Yeah, but if you haven't seen end. it, there's, there are four, oh, yeah. four-time episodes. Come back episodes and watch. Plus 49, 49. 49. 49. Not 50. Up, but, yeah, I did. Um, 
yeah i hope you've enjoyed it and we will see you either on the aw pod or next week thanks see you next time guys see ya bye bye 